This is your host Corbin, your guide for Denis Villeneuve's Maelstrom. Before we get into the making of the film, allow me to take you back to the year 2000 to remember the top movies released that year. They were Gladiator, Castaway, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, The Emperor's New Groove, X-Men, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Chicken Run, Mission Impossible 2, Pitch Black, Dinosaur, Scream 3, Final Destination, The Road to El Dorado, Meet the Parents, The Patriot, Remember the Titans, also American Psycho, and from that year we have reviewed Memento and Unbreakable. If you'd like to reminisce more about the films of 2000, then head over to letterbox.com. And while you're there, make sure to follow me and Alan. Best Picture at the 72nd Academy Awards went to American Beauty. While Villeneuve was winding down post-production on August 32nd in early 1998, he began writing the outline for Maelstrom. But as he recollects, according to an article by Mark Dillon, it was too difficult a story. The film is a dark tale. One of its subject matters is mythology. There's a strange narrator telling the story from a fantasy world. It's a hyper-realistic film, but it goes very close to fantasy at some points. For the narrator, he decided on a talking fish with a prehistoric design. What made him decide on the fish was that he had recently had a trout which gave him food poisoning, and choosing a fish would give the film a completely fictional element. He nearly chose a talking dog, since his family had just adopted a puppy, but going along with the allegorical elements, he literally wanted a fish out of water. The subject matter, along with creating an unsympathetic female lead, led to his shelving the project until later that year, when he put a different screenplay aside to pick this one back up. Denis recounts, I decided I would do it, even if I thought it was a bad idea. My fear was that it was a risky project, and maybe it would be my last, because it was a difficult one to do. To his surprise, producer-slash-mentor Roger Frapier loved the script, and funding partners came on board very quickly. Instead of choosing a well-known Canadian actress, like in his last film, he chose an unknown actress, Marie-José Croce. After completing shooting, ten weeks of editing ensued, The only problem is Denis was exhausted and unhappy with the cut, so he started editing from scratch for another 10 weeks. In August 2000, the film was completed, and in September, it was shown for competition at the Montreal World Film Festival, before it opened Perspective Canada at the Toronto International Film Festival. Maelstrom premiered in the States at the Sundance Film Festival in January 2001, to positive reception. Like his last film, Canada submitted Maelstrom to the Academy for Best Foreign Language Film, but it did not receive the nomination, nor did it receive a Golden Globe nomination for Best Foreign Language Film, despite the producers heavily campaigning for it. Maelstrom did go on to win numerous other awards. As of this recording, Maelstrom is Denis' second shortest film, clocking in at a slim 87 minutes. It has a letterbox rating of 3.3, making it a higher rating than his first film that we reviewed last week. It also has an IMDb rating of 6.9, which also makes it higher than last time. A 66 Metascore, definitely putting it higher than last time. A Rotten Tomatoes critics rating of 81% approval and 78% audience approval. Since it didn't really play very large in theaters here, it only grossed $254,380 domestically. This is also his first film shot in the 185 by 1 aspect ratio. 
As of now, he would only return to this aspect ratio two other times, with the films Incendies and Prisoners. As far as his crew goes, only Andre Turpin is returning for as cinematographer. Pierre Deschoreres, sorry, I did not say that correctly. It comes on as composer. Richard Comier is the new editor, and Sylvain Gingress is the production designer. Thank you listeners for coming along with me as I've been your guide to the production and impact of this film. Now that you have your guide to Maelstrom, make sure to subscribe to the podcast for Alan and I's full review coming next Monday. And tune in the week after as we catch up with Denis nine years later for his black and white true story tragedy. The Silver Screen Guide podcast is edited and produced by Alan and Corbin. Intro and outro music is created by Thomas Rankin. The thoughts and opinions herein expressed are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those held by Silver Screen Guide. Silver Screen Guide is not affiliated with any company or individual involved with the creation of this movie or TV show. No portion of the podcast may be used without express written permission from Silver Screen Guide.